0: Good evening, everyone. Happy birthday. So, any questions tonight? Yes.
1: I have a question about this night, it stands out of the Guru seconds. One who, during the drama of the hour, carefully recites these eight prayers, just was nine this night. He find the spiritual master will at the end of his life, attend direct service to the Lord of the Lord. Can you
0: explain who this came from and what it means? Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're asking about the what appears to be an extra verse to the astakam. Astakam means eight. So typically uh such uh, compositions while consisting of a duadism, twelve prayers or astakam, ten prayers, they will have attached to them a fall suti that's that describes the fruit of the recitation of the um, stotram. So Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur has attached that statement to his Asakam. And as I say, it explains the fruit or the result. It's really kind of the blessing of the Thakur that anyone who chants these prayers, as he says, during the Brahma Muhurta, they will uh, attain residence in Vrindavan so that much more reason to uh, to sing those prayers and to rise early upon doing so during the Brahma muhurta That's of course the, about what hour, 45 minutes or so before the the sunrise. And uh, the idea, the idea is by rising at at, at that time. Hmm. the general idea is most people are asleep so it's quiet at that time hmm. and the sun hasn't risen so you can't really go about your day so an uh, opportunity to absorb yourself in such uh, prayer hmm. meditation, spiritual practice and so forth it's the spiritual hour if you will of the day and of course it uh, corresponds with the with the uh, waking of radha and krishna the the end of the night Nishantalila. we've been talking about that in the morning the end of the night hmm. the general sense of that of course is this, this is by waking and paying attention at this time to such high topics hmm. um the idea of attaining vrindavan and all that then in, in, involves acquaintance with all of that involves uh, the general idea is that um, this nishanta ending of the night while I say it has it speaks of a certain time in the leela for the sadhaka in the beginning stages it also implies the end rising and paying attention to such um, goings on yani tasyam jagrati this is from Bhagavad Gita <laughs> So it has a beautiful application here. The Gita Krishna says that that the ordinary people, while they're sleeping, hmm, the sage is is the uh, sadhu the Vaishnav is uh, awake. And what he attends to and so forth is like the darkness of the night for ordinary people, and conversely, what the ordinary people attend to and are preoccupied with. That is like the darkness of the night hmm, for the uh, for the Vaishnav. So we live in a very different um, uh, world, if you <coughs> will. World, world not of the mind, but the world of, of 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 God's mind and Krishna's mind, for that matter. Living in Vrindavan, attaining Vrindavan in This is very very high uh, idea. The idea where where uh, uh, as Prabhupada would like to say, that all religions posit that God is the most worshipable object. But we are talking about the worshipable object of God, so if this this comes into play. The Shanta Radha and Krishna's pastime, and so forth, <clears throat> Radha's influence over Krishna, so such a high thing. But the, the 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 general idea, as I say, for the Sadhakas, that this is bringing an end to the night. Of my material existence, the darkness of my um, material existence. Also, that verse from Gita is very nice because it speaks about this Madhurya lila hmm, of Radha and Krishna. Because in Vrindavan, <coughs> you have to understand, in Vrindavan itself, in the Braj hmm, what is day for all of the devotees? The, 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 the samandarupa hmm, devotees is like night for the Kamarupa devotees. What is day for the for those in Bhatsalya, Sakya, and Dasya Rasa. It's like the night for the gopis in madhurya Rasa because in the daytime, while they can interact freely with Krishna in full public view, Mm. Garuda sees Krishna walking arm in arm with Subal, expresses some transcendental jealousy that if I could only be, have such freedom. Mm? But the, 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 the curse to the sun, <laughs> and, and 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 the wish for the night. The night becomes then the day, if you will, for the gopis, the brjcsundaries, mm? while everyone else is sleeping and dreaming about Krishna. <laughs> then uh he's sneaking out into the night, out the window and into the uh onto the banks of the Jamuna and so forth. So a nice nice uh nice verse from the Bhrabin perspective, but it's day for the ordinary devotees. Uh, not the re- the majority of the devotees, the the general group, it's like night for the gopis. And their night is like day for the gopis. This is when they get to fully uh, interact with him. So so remembering these leelas, attending the Mangalartik, and doing guru-bhakti. So as I've said before, we cannot do Krishna-bhakti without guru-bhakti. When Rupa Goswami explains Krishna-bhakti and the, what the limbs of the body of Krishna-bhakti are, what does he start with? Adogu Vashraya, Shiksha Dikshadi, Vishram Bena Guruseva, hmm? so on. The first limbs that he meant to take shelter of the Guru means we come and sit and hear and so forth. Our doubts, as our doubts are removed, then we're able to move forward. That's why I like to say come and sit and doubt. hmm? People tell you you shouldn't doubt, but no, come and doubt and see if I can remove your doubts. And the business <laughs> of the Guru, is to remove the doubts. You're not supposed to come without them. Hmm? Again, they may service in, in, the, in due course. And so, of the course, there's a, there's a basis of the relationship, that I shall answer your doubts on the basis of that which you profess faith in. And what is that? Faith in the revelation, that, that, that for knowing comprehensively, for arriving at a kind of knowing, it will actually fulfill me, This is what I mean by comprehensive knowing. I require a perfect method of knowing. My instruments of knowing are imperfect. My physical prowess, my mental and intellectual strength, hmm? these are uh, faulty instruments. After all, I'm different from them. I'm consciousness. These are manifestations of matter. Hmm? How, how well can they assist me in my pursuit? And it has for me, hmm, the Atma, problems there too. Hmm? Otherwise, why am I in this situation?
2: Hmm.
0: So some difference in quantity, some difference in quality between the Atma and the Paramatma hmm, that allows the Atma to be a victim of such circumstance, to be overwhelmed by material nature. As I've often said, the TV, the television, has meaning because of the viewer. and It requires the viewer to turn it on. But it it may take over the life of the viewer. So, Krishna says this in the Gita. What he says, apareya mitas prakritim vidime param jiva bhuta bhaho yairam narete degat." He's talking about the jiva, jiva-shakti. He says, there's a it turns on the material nature, it, it maintains the word, it it it, it well yeah, it, it, it turns it on. It's it is the viewer, the witness. Once it turns on then hmm? The modes of nature are doing all the movement and they're thinking it's me. Hmm? Of course we have something to do. Therefore, therefore, the scriptures speak to us about what to do and what not to do. So we have some some volition to make some 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 choice. And so, revelation offers the opportunity to make the the choice. It offers a, a solution to the problem. It is a a, a a comprehensive way of knowing, a perfect way of knowing. How shall imperfection Uh, No perfection. If perfection wants itself to be known, hmm, something like that, it's not a dead thing, perfection. hmm? So, revelation, hmm? faith in revelation, this is what gives us eligibility to tread the path. And so the guru is a uh, sabde-pare, chanishnatam brahmani upashamashrayam. He he has heard about Pare means uh, Bhagwan from the scriptures, and he will answer the questions, the doubts, with reference to them. Hmm? Not just some rote memory, but in an insightful way, employing spiritual uh, logic, reasoning as to their implications in different times and circumstances, and so on and so forth. This is called Shastra Yukti. Keval Yukti, that will not help us. Just uh, logic unhinged from revelation, that will not be helpful to us. We will not arrive at that. That is, uh, what does the sutra say? Tarko hmm. <coughs> By this kind of reasoning, you never get anywhere. You never get any standing. There's always another kind of reasoning to come. And another kind of reasoning. And if you disagree with that, then you're probably proving the point. So, <laughs> so, um, don't he or she, the guru, reasons on the basis of the implications of the sacred text, and thereby answers our questions. So, this is the basis of the relationship. We have come to the point where we realize I'm bankrupt here. In terms of making a comprehensive solution, it's nothing I can do on my own strength to make a solution to the problem. Hmm? So, um, but I have sense that 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 the Godhead uh, can uh, uh, make a solution. So, supplication and to Him in the form of the Guru, who represents by way of answering the questions and clearing the doubt, and the doubts will be cleared if you have faith in Shastra. If you don't have the faith, then I quote the Shastra, then I give the explanation. You say, well, anyway, yeah, uh-huh. that's your problem. <laughs> and that's an unfortunate problem. So so we have to understand what is the task, if you will, of the Guru. Hmm? Of course, Sabde he or she has to be acquainted with the text, and Brahmani Upashama sham, acquainted in a substantial way. Not, as I say, but by mere memory, but with realization and experience. And sometimes, therefore, the just, the just experience itself, experiencing the experience, if you will, by sitting with the guru, we have no questions. And we clear doubts. Some I think, time for questions, I don't have any. That may not be a problem. <laughs> um, so... Um, So, to do krishna bhakti Guru bhakti, take shelter of the Guru, hear from him as the doubts are cleared then then we become our suspension, so to speak, that comes from our suspicions is relaxed, and we become animated our suspension is no uh, our animation is no longer suspended, and we're moving now we are all moving according to some faith, obviously. Faiths, faith in 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 the mode of goodness, passion, or ignorance. But here is an opportunity for faith beyond the modes of nature, hmm? and that gives us ability to move in that arena. Hmm? And so, hear from the guru, uh, receive diksha, receive siksha that supports the diksha. The giving of the mantra, the imparting of the mantra, and so forth. Rendering service affectionately to the Guru. Serving the Vaishnavas. All these things are mentioned by Rupa Goswami in the context of Krishna Bhakti. So, very important. And and, and then we, so if we understand this is important to to, the the role of the Guru, then uh, if we don't, we may think, oh, I've been abused or something by the Guru. He may handle us roughly. That's possible. Hmm? Shijiva Goswami. He um, uh, it, 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 the story is that Rupa Goswami is writing Bhakti Rasa to Sindhu and one sadhu, some people say Balaba, but hmm, others disagree with But with somebody any a respectable person and a scholar disagreed with something that Rupa Goswami had written. Hmm? And so Jiva Goswami went and kind of called him out, so to speak, and said, you've actually misunderstood the verse. <coughs> Here's what my Guru Davis actually meant here. The verse is about the idea, Goswami has written that, the, uh, he's described the desires for karma and jnana as witches, like ghosts that haunt the heart. Hmm? Um, make it like a haunted house. Um, and so... The disagreement was, you're calling uh, karma and jnana witches, and these things are articulated in the scriptures. Anyway, Jiva Goswami said, no, not that they are not, but the desires for them, they are, so forth. And so the story goes that he defeated that scholar, and then the news of that came to Rupa Goswami. So Rupa Goswami was very angry with Jiva Goswami for that. He might think, well, you know, I didn't do anything wrong, Dave. You know, I told him what this verse actually meant. Hmm? I defended you, Hmm? and explained it, and he accepted a defeat and so forth. Hmm? Anyway, Rupa Goswami was upset with it. Hmm. He wanted to teach something, something else, Hmm? something the humility of the Vaishnav. And and the principle of the argumentation hmm, may not always be necessary, helpful. It certainly plays out when the disciples argue with one another about how to best serve the Guru. Hmm? It's this way, another one's pulling that way. Over-relative issues. Hmm? If it's over what the Shastra actually means, that may be useful, but over-relative things that could be done one way or another way. This is un- undesirable, but at any rate point is Jiva Goswami was was banned by Rupa Goswami and he went and had to undergo austerity and so forth he could have said um, I've been abused here you know I, my intentions were good I my preaching was correct and so forth and Guru Dev is upset with me hmm. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu one Jota Haridas. Hmm? Begged rice from the elderly. Uh, was it Malini Eld- Elderly. Uh, one elderly lady begged rice. He was a sannyasi, and Mahaprabhu heard. Oh, he has begged rice from a lady. When it was old lady, <laughs> like his grandmother. Hmm? And so he banned him. Hmm? Wouldn't uh, you think? Well, that's a little up, over the top, Guru Dev. Hmm? What you've done, hmm? yeah, but this is highlighted in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. It's like hard to hard to digest almost. But Mahaprabhu wanted to use him for his purposes hmm? for making a particular point. He was actually faultless, but Mahaprabhu would not allow him to have his association, and he and he drowned himself in the Jamuna or the Ganga. Mahaprabhu was very pleased with that, hmm? and then there was some special. Uh, darshan that was afforded and so on and so forth but uh, there are many examples of this uh, a- and so we have to be careful about such um, and um, really try to put ourselves in the hands of the absolute and as, as Mahabubh says he may embrace me he may trample me hmm? that, that may be the case hmm. see how Ram dealt with sita, it will break your heart. How could he do that? Hmm? Of course, the gopis complained about that themselves. But, but um, but anyway, so, if we understand the relationship and so forth, then then there won't be much scope for making offense. Hmm? By way of thinking, I've been abused by the guru. We want a guru who will pat us on the back and, and, uh, Say all those nice and uh, praise us and, and so forth. See how eager the great devotees are to be chastised by their Guru. How Prabhupada took so much um, joy in the fact that he was singled out on one occasion by Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur and chastised by him, thinking he cares about me. Hmm? And, and probably wasn't really doing anything wrong. It was the other guy. Hmm? You know, there was a setting, many devotees, Sar- Saraswati Thakur was, was speaking. And another devotee was pulling on Prabhupada's ear and try to talk to him while the talk was going on. And rather than criticize that fellow, Bhakti Siddhanta criticized Prabhupada said, So you, you you know so much, you think that you can sit here? Hmm? And Prabhupada was just, oh, he thought, well, he cares about me so much, and I wasn't doing anything wrong. He didn't go, Gurudev, I wasn't doing anything wrong. Hmm? You were wrong. Hmm? No, not like that. And so... <laughs> So we have to be a, a little, if we better understand what the relationship is about. Hmm? Guru is there for explaining to us the scripture, hmm? its significance, its import, and setting an, an, an example of being uh, absorbed in that himself or herself. Hmm? Otherwise, we also know from Rupa Gosami's teaching that sometimes great persons, they may have some physical, some bodily defect. They may be deformed. They may have a limp. Uh, This may extend to the subtle body. They may have uh, um, uh, some disposition that's not entirely uh, PC or uh, they may be a, a little bit psychologically, you know, uh, out of out of balance or something. You listen to the stories of Gorky Shore and how he dealt with people and so forth, and we might be a little shocked hmm, how he wasn't kind and loving, <laughs> and he was cynical at times and dismissed people and and uh, and so on. Hmm. So these types of things are to be. Um, overlooked in in light of his or her r- real and genuine absorption in Krishna consciousness. If we see that, hmm. then uh, um, the other things should be seen in light of that. And the example is given that the Ganges is pure, but many things float in it. Those things aren't pure, but the Ganges is. Something like that. Hmm. So, anyway, Vishnu Chakravarttika has written this nice uh, poem and um, and emphasized at the end that singing is kind of a blessing from him, hmm? that if we sing it at this time, you will attain Vrindavan, so some emphasis on Buddha Does that help? Yes, thank you. The, the thing that kind
1: of uh, made me think about asking this question was about, when he says, um, well, at the end of this life, attend direct service to the Lord of Indama.
0: Oh, you want to go in this life. Take it. It's
3: possible. Hmm? I'm just
1: reading. What he's saying here, that's what I'm kind of What? what but what else does it say? I was one who during the brahma Muhurtā,
0: hour carefully recites these eight prayers glorifying the spiritual master. Is there, yeah, yeah? We at the end of this life attend direct service
1: to the Lord of Vrindavan. That's
0: true. That's very true.
1: And,
0: uh, what's the operative word there
1: the no carefully
0: carefully carefully, carefully means <laughs> means nishta with attention with uh, with uh, without any distraction hmm? uh absorbed in in that 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 song uh, like we were talking about last night about the evening Arctic song about evening, you know, with that kind of absorption. This is the implication of that. paying close attention, hmm? um, uh, then it's possible, not without that. Hmm? So, yes, no, yes i've given a excuse me but I've given a lecture on that verse too yeah uh it's there on on the uh it's under the title of Vyasa puja probably i gave for nine years one year every lecture on each of those verses you can go back and it's a it's a i gave a at least an hour hour and a half lecture on that verse, so that would be a good reference. So tell me that you'll go and listen to it at some point. Okay. Carefully. Yes. In light of what you
3: just said, Seen for those for those kind of uh, incidents to be uh, fully beneficial, the, the qualification of the disciple has to be there. Uh, and in light of current, uh, you know, current Western lifestyle practice and in recent history, one would actually even bring to question you know, the position, of the qualification of the guru himself. That being, setting that aside, and assuming that the, the spiritual master has all qualifications, um, and pure intent, what if such an incident were to happen, but the qualification to uh, recognize and fully appreciate its significance was not there on the part of the disciple? And it would frustrate him to no end and, and be, not
0: be beneficial to him. Well, that's why I said the guru is like the fire, so the implication is you got to find the right distance between yourself and the fire. You can't stay too far away, otherwise you freeze and you can't cook anything. But you can't get too close or you might get burnt. And so and guru is is a does occur. Mm-hmm. So with every good thing, like there's opportunity, as generous as bhakti is, there's opportunity to, to make offense. It also comes with with the opportunity for bhakti. Therefore we're warned about it and so forth, but obviously people are suffering from it. Uh, and we find them in this life from suffering from offenses in the last life and so on and so forth. So it's the big caveat, really, to all of the the statements about the efficacy of bhakti, which are you know, appear miraculous and so forth, and someone may doubt that they actually happen. <coughs> once doing this, this happens once, and so forth. The caveat is, well, yeah, if you don't make a it's a huge footnote. Hmm? It almost becomes the main script, hmm? and uh, and much is, is it's emphasized still. Hmm. The nature of material conditioning as such, so but you know, I say there's even our involvement that's less than uh, ideal, that it causes, uh, may cause some negative reaction, that will come and that may come and it will pass, that some benefit will be there, that will not uh, dissipate, and it'll be built upon. Over time,
3: well, the, says, the, the disciple says, oh, Well, I can come back in 10,000 years. The guru said, Yeah, it says come now. I mean, like when the Lord Shetan
0: Mhm. right?
3: Oh, he said 10,000 years. Oh, that's good.
0: Mukunda, okay. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
3: verse 10,000, verse, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and you know, I mean, it's 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 also we we, we if we it, the uh, opportunities are continually extended to us. Hmm? To, um, Guru is coming again and again, one form another form, hmm? same principle. So, if we are in touch with the same principle, Guru Tattva, then and on another time, we, occasion, we can make up for what we m- what may have been less than ideal that transpired uh, in the past. Hmm? That may also hold true for what you mentioned earlier. The guru may be less than ideal in 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 knowledge and and realization. And that will make such other apparent discrepancies loom larger hmm, than if the guru is much more qualified hmm, in realization and so forth. That will... I mean, you take Prabhupada. If people don't have... Faith in Prabhupada and so forth weren't, and there are a lot of people like that. Even you know Vaishnavas and so forth, they're going to see things about him that are just like huge red lo- red flags for them. Hmm? He said this over here. Hmm? I can't you know relate to that. And he wrote that over there. He contradicted it in here. If you look at it like that, without without a faithful eye. Um, but uh, those who had the deep experience of his spirituality and all those things just kind of evaporate and become small and they have no problem dismissing them. Mm. So if the realization isn't as great, then those those types of things that are presented with, through a cultural filter or the idiosyncrasies of the um, the guru, the humanness and so forth, that the divinity comes comes through, those... Those sensibilities, it should be done like this. Hmm? Um, you know, like Tamal Krishnamarsh once told me, he said that I used to think that the spiritual way of saying yes was like this, and the material way was like this. Because when Prabhupada would say yes, 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 yes. Hmm? And he said, then I went to India and everybody's going like, yes, yes, yes. oh, okay. So <laughs> so he stopped i guess trying to teach people that's the wrong way to say yes to you know, it's like what are you not <laughs> crazy or something you know? so uh those kind of things to use an example the relativity if you will yeah. you know, the pa- the, pa- the packaging that the message is contained and so forth um that will uh it will perhaps loom larger if the realization, the standing of the Guru is lesser and if it's greater then then it's easy, all of faults become uh, ornaments readily and so forth. Still we may make a uh, mistake but um, but in that case then and certainly we'll get the opportunity to meet another Guru of substance and so forth when we can rectify our situation in uh, in relation to Guru Tattva,
2: hmm.
0: some uh, this certainly the divinity is very sensitive to the fact that it, that it may have been misrepresented or only partially represented, hmm. and so good faith turned to bad faith. So some other representation comes into our our lives. Hmm. We're finding that happens so so often hmm. in the community. So many people in a situation like that. And then some sadhu comes, there have been, and, and, you know, Sridhar Maharaj came, mm-hmm. gave solace to so many, mm-hmm. and uh, others have come, and so forth. So. so then to recognize that, and take advantage of that, Guru was coming come into my life again, uh, let me do it right this time, <coughs> mm-hmm. Even if something was wrong, because uh, somewhat on the part of the guru and lacking in some realization, still we should be generous. Hmm? I mean, um, great persons—you know—you got to give them a little, um, a little, uh, a little room, something like that. Hmm? They can digest things also that other people cannot. So, you have careful dealing in these areas, everybody's not the same. Hmm. We find some members of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's entourage engaging in things that we would that we would think would be a disqualification, but they could digest that and what was their consciousness behind it. When we find it, we're, we find it quite extraordinary, they have a way of doing anything and everything. I mean, look at Krishna, he's the best example. Hmm. right he could turn a parent what's what's the, the great uh, uh, deviation and blemish into the highest thing hmm. by way of the motive therefore it's a device buddha very difficult to understand the Vaisna because what's his or her motive hard to trace out hmm. Hmm. And they interact with things in the world, like everybody else. But they have a whole different. If you, if you were to find out what they were thinking hmm, when they were doing that, you would be you would then you would faint. Hmm. Whatever it is, yes, Mister. Well, in the,
4: along those lines, uh, <coughs> many of us. Uh, with Prabhupada disciples, we were never very close to the fire. We didn't have a real opportunity to really associate with Prabhupada. And so, in some ways, Guru Aparad wasn't even a factor because we weren't in a situation to to develop a bad attitude. But um, now, we see that so many disciples, they have the opportunity to really associate with their gurus. I mean, for a long time, maybe, you know, many, many years. Um, What is, so, what is the, I guess Prabhupada might use the prophylactic, the the, the way of preventing the attitude of guru, and what what attitude can one cultivate oneself in order that the issue of guru-apparat doesn't even come to play?
0: Well, I I think that overall you have to put more emphasis on your own shortcomings and so forth. hmm? even when you may acknowledge a shortcoming in a saintly person and have to create some distance between yourself and them for your own spiritual health. Hmm? And that happens sometimes. Therefore, it's advised that if the guru is not of good conduct, turns out to be not of good conduct, or so, then you may have to distance yourself. Hmm? But then it's recommended you find someone who is of good conduct and take shelter. Then respect that person from a distance hmm? and think whatever they did to help was good. and Take that and... and uh, and uh, hope for improvement. Hmm? Um, and so, I I think the you know some self-deprecation, some sense of one's own um, uh, shortcoming. I, I mean, I think one should be very reticent to uh, would be very reticent to criticize others, even ordinary people. What to speak of um, more advanced devotees if they would contemplate their own uh, hypocrisy. <coughs> Their own shortcomings. Um, that anybody who speaks, you know, loudly and carries a big stick, but um, and feels good about that, even when they have their own, <laughs> if they have their, their shortcomings, that's that's, <laughs> that's very, very unbecoming. Hmm? So um, this is this is this is this is uh, what is recommended. I think and we find examples of very um extreme humility on the part of saints like Krishna kaviraj Goswami is the is the great example it's often cited his statements about himself his perspective about on himself and so forth and I don't mean to you know propose some kind of neurotic um what do they call it self lack of self esteem and and so on and so forth you know, but from a philosophical point of view, hmm? and you look and see, you know, philosophically and spiritually where you are. Hmm? On, an honest, uh, in, honest introspection as to where I'm at in my, how much is my taste? What is my? But this should make most persons pretty humble and and reticent to criticize. Uh, others and so forth. Of course, that we have to be careful that there is a place for constructive criticism also that will help us to grow from a neophyte position to a, that of an intermediate position. Hmm? But uh, constructive criticism is, is, is one thing. That's an art and it's based on knowledge. It's the discrimination that is, as they say in English, the better part of valor. It's not the discrimination of racism or sexism or uh, or, or sectarianism, something like that, even when it involves sometimes drawing sectarian lines and keeping my boundaries and so forth. Hmm. Just like we say psychologically, you know, you need your... I've got to keep a boundary from her, you know, she's a little bit of a... that's not going to work for me. <laughs> Still, you... that's not without having some respect for them. Right? Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, actually, uh, uh, recently I've been... So much of the difficulty in our society of devotees comes from a lot of criticism, the fashion of aparats, little fashion of aparats. Mm-hmm. You know, a criticism of this one, a criticism of that one, and with the attitude that like you're saying, I should turn that lens on myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you do, really, in a, in, a, in a philosophical sense and so forth, then you will arrive at a position where you can actually criticize without offending constructively in a way that will help you to grow. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes? I was just wondering what kind of advice you can give to help um, one from <coughs> creating offenses not just with the Guru but also with the other Vaishnavas and God brothers and God sisters.
0: Well, is it yeah. I mean, we've been talking about that. I would give two suggestions one thing is that you you serve that Vaishnava hmm? Um and especially without in an effort to not in a way that will be noticed by them but they won't know who did it that will be very good hmm? like you go and take that person's shoes and put them right you know right there or something like that you you, you find ways to serve them um, and that is one. The other one is you keep some distance too. So sometimes you have to put up some, keep some distance. If I get too close to this person, you know, they do something to me that brings something out in me, and um, that it, that is undesirable. So you can love everybody as long as you got enough distance. <laughs> so this the art of. Finding the right distance is uh, is is one part of it. Hmm? So a little little of of both. I mean, the ashram it's difficult. Probably just to say this is your austerity; you have to live with one another. Hmm? And you know, there are great benefits for living in the ashram, and one may really identify with the idea. But there are going to be um, idiosyncrasies of others that you have to deal with that um can be t- very trying. Hmm. And so some leave the ashram over that. And hmm. then, you know, years later, 20 years later they think, those were the best times and that person is was bothering them, they don't even think of it anymore. <laughs> and, and so, you know, you've got to try to gravitate towards the bigger picture hmm. as much as possible. And you go and tell that person, you know, you really bug me. I mean, it's really a fact. You do this, and it really, really bothers me. I just wanted to let you know. (laughs) And something to think about. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Something like that. I mean, I had some real trying uh, people that I had to live with in, uh, in the early days. Some really trying people. But I kept very, kind of my nose to the, to the ground or something or rhinestone. I kept very busy. I kept very busy all the time. I didn't have much time for. To. Uh, for the pettiness of others and so forth. Uh, so, keep yourself busy. The other thing is that there will be problems, people problems place problems um, and so forth but we're here only to serve so that means if you understand that there are no problems hmm? because I'm here to serve Krishna if there are problems serving Krishna and Guru well yeah. then there are problems You know, I'm not going to run away from the problem because you know, there may be good things that happen okay it's good it's it's a nice day okay it's a bad day you got to go to work anyway is the idea hmm? so i'm here to and this is what my life is i'm here to serve guru and krishna so that ends all problems if you really understand that there are no problems hmm? the problems if you will just become another opportunity for service oh hmm. okay so it's hard to, it's hard to really catch the spirit of bhakti because so many things are problems for us. <laughs> uh, yes? You touched
1: the other day on um, I don't know exactly how you presented it but something to the fact that there may be a gathering where people come together to discuss what's going well, what's going wrong what things can be improved like the Christians do in the monasteries they get together on maybe week we discuss the problems,
0: and, you know, we make some kind of open confessions so that yeah. can be helped yeah, by others. Is that something that uh, it can be practiced in a monastery? Like sure, this? yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's cool. yeah. go. <laughs> Ishtagosti. Something like that. Yeah. Very useful. Yeah, it's a community. there are problems. In the monastery there are problems. You know, people think you know, there can be problems outside the monastery, but there can't be problems inside the monastery. Mm -hmm. And the people outside the monastery may be imperfect, but everybody inside the monastery should be perfect. This is uh, delusional. (laughs) There are people who are psychologically more suited for ashram life, and there are those who are more suited for householder life. Mm -hmm. That should be encouraged then that people may serve according to their psychological inclination and um, that doesn't mean that one inclination in and of itself is better than the other what's better is what's best for you Hmm? and to have the inclination for example to live in the ashram that's Strong and so forth doesn't necessarily make one, one perfect. Hmm? So some, there must be some margin of error for the monks. Also, hmm? and so they should get together and 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 they should share their weaknesses. It has this kind of virile kind of, a, a kind of sensibility, austerity, to renunciation, but in bhakti. It, we are all about acknowledging our weaknesses. That's what the whole thing, the whole idea of bhakti is. We're weak. We need help. Hmm? We need, it's a path of grace. So, so, so to to be able to, a, 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 uh, you say, um, express one's vulnerability in the ashram. This is very helpful. Hmm? It makes for a communion amongst the, the monastics. A, a, a strength. Mm -hmm. that uh, one would not have on one's own. It's not the, everyone moves into the ashram and they're an island under themselves and so forth. Mm -hmm. It's a kind of a community also. That's also why you have to make it a little separate from the household community. It's it's a whole (laughs) thing going on there. It's a whole, the way they think about things and the way they look at um, other situations and so forth. They should be allowed that (laughs) thinking. Mm -hmm that gives them strength in their environment. It's not fault-finding or anything I'm saying, but then they look at the household life in a particular way. They can't relate to that. Hmm? They see things in it that just they can't identify with. They can't think, how could somebody do that? (laughs) Of course, they know philosophically in a larger sense, and so they understand it and so forth. hmm? And so, and similarly, out in the household, how could you know... uh, uh, they 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 live like that. They must be doing something on the side. It <laughs> can't be. They can't really be. There must be something under the covers going on there. Something like that. So to understand the, those different mindsets, that's, that's important. Hmm? We can have real meaningful community. Hmm? Community requires communication, right? Hmm. so yeah yeah those guys we should come together for such
2: yeah.
0: all right so we we'll stop there So you see Ki Jai Gauri Vaishnav Guru Parampara Ki Jai Gaur Bhakti Ki Jai Gaur Preman